Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. Hi, welcome everyone. Larry McLean, Your Family Bank. Uh, appreciate everybody being, being with us today. I appreciate it. We got a lot of good stuff to go over with you. Uh, first of all, kick the government out of your retirement plan. What do you think about that? I think that's going to be awesome. How Congress and the IRS are putting your golden years at risk. And so we're certainly going to talk about it and dig into that today and give you a lot of great information. Uh, I've, I've got Matt McClure uh, uh, with me today, uh, the producer, and he'll be shouting in there as we go today. Uh, you can go to our website. Our website is yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org, and check us out there and get some information about uh, Your Family Bank and what it's all about. So before, before I jump into the government uh, program first, I do want to tell you about you know what Your Family Bank's basic program is, is to show people how to get out of debt. And we show people how to get out in nine years or less, including the mortgage, without spending any additional money than they're spending right now. So, you know, we asked two questions, our two tour questions, and it's going to come in today as we talk about this, is number one, are you 100% sure you can have a great retirement or do you have some doubt? If you have doubt, I promise you we can help you. The second question that we ask is that, you know, if we can show you how to get out of debt, in nine years or less, including your mortgage, without spending any additional money than you're spending right now, would you do that if you could? And I'm telling you, that's what your family bank's all about, is showing people how to get out of debt and quit paying interest. We're going to talk about interest as we go through because of what's going on in the world today, and especially in the United States, what's happening as far as our debt goes. And we'll talk more about that as we go. All right. So, the overview today, we're kind of going to give you the quote of the week. We're going to give you a market update uh, today. We're going to we, don't we're going to talk about Social Security uh, as your retirement program, and we're going to give you five steps to master cash flow to help you with your cash flow. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. This is great. The government solution to a problem is usually as bad as a problem, all right? So Milton Friedman said that, and so, you know, this guy was an economist back in the day. He died in 2006, but he was all about, you know, free market, capitalism, limited government, uh, and his wit and and being sharp to continue uh, to make him a memorable figure of the world economics, for sure. So. What, what we say, the government solution is a problem is usually as bad as a problem is their solution, right? Which is not that great, right? So as we go through, let's talk about market, uh, the market update a little bit. Interest rates and the national debt. So we talk about, you know, we show people how to get out of debt. Maybe we need to go to Washington and help those people there a little bit. But interest rates go up again. The Federal Reserve uh, raised its key short-term interest rate 
by a quarter of a percentage uh, point last Wednesday, and is is a signal that it could now pause if inflation continues to ease as expected. Well, you know their target, and if they, and we talk about the central bank, and we, they, they talk about their guidance from them. Their target is to get it at two percent. Well, is it at two percent today? Not even close, right? I think we're. I went think it went up to seven, and we're about six right now. But what they're saying really is that, you know, policymakers uh, committee will closely monitor incoming information and assets and information of the monetary pro- problem. What are they saying? We're going to be watching this. We may have to, we may pause it. We may raise it. We just don't yet know, right? We're going to see how this works. So I will say this, if you're interested in and in, in taking advantage of this historic interest rate environment and get in touch with us so we can show you how to, some investment options that are helping pre-retirees and retirees build stronger income uh, plans than ever before, certain income-based investments are really on the rise. So, I mean, their CD rates out there are, are getting really, really good. There's some things that you can look at. The great news about interest rates going up, uh, and, I'll, and I'll, 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 I'll say this to Matt for a second. Matt, the great thing about interest rates going up a little bit is that um, return on investment interest rates, such as CDs, savings rates are going up a little bit more right now. So that helps us absolutely, don't you agree? Yeah, it does. You know, it's, it, on that one hand, there's the the bad part of it, which is, you know, we're paying more for all the stuff that we buy as far as sure. anytime you have to take out a loan or, you know, your credit card interest rate or anything like that. But then the flip side of it is if you have those particular interest bearing investments that are also tied to that interest rate, then they will also climb as well. So that that's that's the good news uh, part of it here. <laughs> Yeah. And, and so, you know, one of the things that, w- that, you know, that we work with our clients, we provide, you know, we provide our clients with a comprehensive co- consultation at no cost to our listeners, right? So there's no obligation. Uh, you only work with us if it, if it makes sense to you at the end of the day, right? But some of the things we'll discover is exactly how much you're paying in fees as far as, you know, your investments and help you maybe uh, uh, cut unnecessary costs in your IRA or 401k and other retirement savings account. We can also help you with Social Security, uh, right, and planning and, 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 of course, your Medicare, too, but maybe maximizing that Social Security, right? And we'll talk about a little bit more Social Security in just a minute because there's some things that came out that you really want to need to know, but we'll compare your your current um situation on what's possible if you work with us and you can decide if it makes sense to you or not. Remember, it's your money. And, and if it matters to you, it, it certainly matters to us. So again, you can contact us at yourfamilybank.org or you can give us a call 904-940-9555 and schedule a complimentary uh, uh, appointment consultation with us today and take advantage of it. So let's jump into really the national debt. Right now, uh, Matt, we're at $31 trillion in counting. Now, my question here, and this is a big question, who do we owe $31 trillion to, number one? And number two, what interest rate are we paying, Matt? I mean, I, I, I don't understand this. Help me out a little bit here. Yeah, it's not like it's one of the big credit card companies or something like that. That, right. <laughs> that, that That's not a thing. But I will tell you what, you know, that 31.7 now, I think, and counting uh, trillion yeah. dollars, yeah, trillion with a T, is just an astounding, like pretty much unfathomable number. 
Um, yes. and, and that it's from usdebtclock.org is where we get that number from. And I'll tell anybody who's listening this, is if you want to have nightmares, that's a great website to visit. <laughs> well, that's for sure, isn't it right? Isn't it right? I mean, it shows how much money we're we're spending by the second, if you will. I mean, really by the second, and it's amazing what you can do and take a look at that. Well, the other thing is the three reasons we should be concerned about the national debt. I mean, because we should be concerned about it. First of all, the economic state stability in the future of the future generations, which is our kids and our grandkids, right? The national debt puts the nation's economic stability at risk. It can lead to increased interest payments, potentially requiring higher taxes, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. It can reduce public services that we have. The burden falls on both the current and future generations. It's not just on my generation. It's not just on my son's generation. It's on my grandchildren's uh, generation. And limiting the ability to invest in essential areas and hindering economic growth for our country. So that's there's there's one reason. The second reason is interest payment and opportunity costs, right? We talk about that too and getting people, you know, individually out of debt and also companies out of debt. But the high levels of debt result in significant interest payments. And it can really it just consume a substantial portion of the federal budget. These payments, uh, you know, are diverted funds from productive investments and critical social needs such as health care, education, right? This can hinder the country's ability to remain competitive, innovative, and support citizens effectively. So if we look at that, there's two huge reasons why we should be concerned uh, in regards in doing that. And, and one of the big things is that the federal government's biggest expense really is one of the biggest expense. Their net interest payment on this debt is estimated at $395.5 billion this fiscal year, or 6.8% of, of, of all federal outlays, according to the Office of Management and Budget. So that's huge when we're looking at what kind of interest that we're paying, $395 billion in interest going out. So the last part we'll talk about is number three. And this is this this certainly can get, come home to us for sure. Impact on future economic growth, the growing national debt can can lead to higher interest rates, and in which we're seeing right now, and making it more expensive for businesses and individuals to borrow money to you know access to dollars. This can reduce investment, economic activity, impacting jobs, creation of uh, wage growth, and overall prosperity. So. Can, you know, if we look at the national debt, we say, well, gosh, who do we owe? How much are we are paying? And how are we getting in this mess? And so what's the answer? We'll just expend, you know, we'll just raise the ceiling. We'll just raise it again and keep raising it. And I call it, we're kicking the can down the road. But at some point, ladies and gentlemen, some point, you got to pay the piper. We cannot keep going the way we're going. And I'll tell you, we, we got this year, uh, 2023, 2024, and 2025, when, when, when the taxes in 2025, we stopped, we're, we're in the lowest tax bracket we've been in years and years and years. That going to stop in 2025. And so looking at that, I guarantee you, the government's looking at that to create and trying to get some more of this money uh, for the national debt. So concerning the facts about the national debt, interest payment on the national debt this year, are expected to be $100 billion more than the government expects to spend on veterans' benefits and services. So that kind of gives you an idea 
of, of kind of what we're, what we're paying out here. Interest payments on the national debt this year are more than the government will spend in elementary, secondary education, disaster relief, agriculture, science, and space programs, foreign aid, natural sources, resources, and protection combined. Think about that for a second. That's how much we're paying the national debt. Unbelievable. Matt, I, I just tell you when, you, when you really start comparing this stuff, you know, how we're paying it and what it's compared to, you know, what we're spending, it is absolutely crazy. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's just a, a crazy, crazy amount. And really, I mean, you know, just the interest being $100 billion more this year than what we spend on veterans benefits and services. Um, you know, my, my dad uh, passed away beginning of last year. He was a veteran served in Vietnam and wow. you know, the VA uh, was, was great to him. And uh, I know other people have different experiences and all. One thing that I can say is we, we should always, no matter how well we're treating our veterans, we should always treat them better <laughs> because they absolutely, absolutely. this country. And uh, yeah, so that, that just sort of really does bring it home and put it in perspective when you think about just the interest on the national debt this year alone is $100 billion more than veteran services. Wow. You know, Matt, it's, it's funny you bring up your dad and, and, and being a veteran. I was in San Diego uh, last week. Uh, beautiful. Uh, you know, California is beautiful. I'm from Florida, certainly. Uh, World Golf Village here in San Augustine, Florida. But I was in San Diego speaking to a, I was, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Ed Slot, but I was speaking with Ed Slot. Um, the IRA expert, uh, PBS guy in, in San Diego last week. And um, we had 150 really top advisors. And that's kind of what we do is train financial advisors, if you will. And and so I was out there speaking, but we had some time and I drove up. They, I, I don't, they call it, uh, there's a spot there in San Diego that you can drive up that has the second largest national uh, military uh, cemetery other than Arlington the second largest there in, in San Diego. And I'm telling you the most awesome, beautiful spot you've ever seen in your life. It's rolling hills. The grass is so green. And, 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 and you know, the solemn part about that is that those white tombstones just line after line after line rolling through the hills. But Matt, when you looked at it, all those, it was looking out on the ocean. It's on this big, huge bluff and it's, and it's uh, overlooking the ocean. What a, what a beautiful spot uh, to be! But when you walk, when you walking down the road and you see the numbers and hundreds and thousands of people that gave their life for World War One, World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, Vietnam, and you look at all the people that gave their life for this country, I mean, you know, we don't want we 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 you know, at the end of the day, we want to save this country. That's for sure, because people gave their life for this country. And just because we talk about, you know, your dad being a veteran, I was just taken back. My dad was in the Marine Corps, uh, but but at the end of the day, it, it it was one it was something to see. I was there like at seven o'clock in the morning. It was beautiful, uh, beautiful day. But it was an awesome, somber thing to to be there and look at that. So we appreciate uh, we appreciate your dad and, and and his service and what he gave for sure. Uh, we really do. So, and I agree with you. We need to take care of the veterans better than we ever would and we ever could. And we should continue to do that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that brings us, that brings us to our, our next part, which is don't count on social security as your retirement plan. And many people are. Okay. So in late March, the social security board of trustees released an annual report 
on the financial status of the Social Security trust funds. This includes trust funds on old age and survivor's insurance, right, OASI, and the disability insurance uh, DI, right? According to the report, ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. According to the report, the combined asset reserves of both, if you look at the survivor's insurance and the disability funds, it will be depleted in 2034. This is 2023. So in 2034, if Commerce doesn't do anything or act before then, there will only be enough revenue to pay 80% of its scheduled payments. Now, there's a lot of people that just live on Social Security, and that's a huge impact, right? But the if we look at this for a second, the old age in Survivor's Insurance Trust Fund which pay Social Security retirement and survivor benefits will be able to pay scheduled benefits in a timely manner through 2033 with 77% of the benefits only being payable. So what would happen if Social Security runs out in the United States? That, I mean, you know, Matt, we think about that. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people just depend on their Social Security to get them through, and we've always thought about it. And, and, and here's what I will say to you. I had a discussion with a Norfolk Grumman engineer, uh, retired Norfolk Grumman engineer today in my office, one of my clients. And we were talking about this one thing about social security. And he was, I was tell, t- telling him how much, you know, how much he, he, he received in social security and how much uh, actually I received in social security myself. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's, it's a lot of money. And, you know, the great news about that, could I live without my Social Security? The answer is yes, but do I want to live without it? And the answer is no. And, and they did a big, uh, 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 you know, kind of a survey. And even people that didn't need it wanted it because why? They paid into it because it's their money that they actually paid into their whole life. And and at the end of the day, if we look at if Social Security disappears, it could help. It could hurt a lot of people. Right. If we take a look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Because as you say, so many people do rely on it. It's not the ideal situation, obviously, for anybody to for that to be your only source of income in in retirement. You know, you kind of want to the ideal situation would be for you to have, you know, these other income streams and for the Social Security to kind of be the cherry on top, you know, or or be the be the gravy, you know, on the on your on your meat and potatoes there. But, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, if you're relying on it solely as your only source of income, I mean, that's devastating. And and even just, you know, that cut back in, you know, benefits between 20 and 23 percent cut in benefits. Right. that's, That's a huge pay cut for people. Yeah. You know, yeah, if, 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 and we talk about this, we, and we said this a second ago, it says, what, what would happen if Social Security run out? So let's look at that for a second. Even if the trust fund was depleted, the Social Security Administration uh, will continue to collect payroll taxes. Remember, because they're getting payroll tax from workers and their employers, right? Allowing the program to pay most of the benefits, experts say, per report by CBS News, right? So that's some good news. However, if the program ran out of money, there would be a trust fund deficit. So retirees could receive a lower Social Security payment, affecting millions of people, for sure. Such cuts could prove devastating for millions of older Americans and people with disabilities and children who receive those benefits. So if we look at that for a second and on the current trajectory, uh, it seems we're very likely that Social Security trust fund will run money in 2033. 
However, legislatures have proposed a preventative measures, including raising retirement age, here's the biggie, raising retirement age to 70 uh, years and, incre- and, and increasing taxes. So there we go. Uh, you got to work longer. You can't retire uh, before 70. And by the way, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to raise your taxes on you to be able to give the deficit. Well, there you go. Well, and and if you look back to, you know, when Social Security was first um, introduced, when it was first implemented, you know, to qualify for Social Security, the the retirement age then with the life expectancy, you were already supposed to have been dead for a couple of years, I feel like. So it was never built with life expectancy getting so much longer. It was never built to work the way that it's been working. And that's one of the big reasons that coupled with the fact that you know, you got um, so few people paying into it for every one retiree now because it's compared to what it used to be. Right. I mean, it's just a lot of different things that have really um, made this perfect storm of we got to do something to fix this. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, the good news is we're living longer. <laughs> That's the good news, especially I've never met a 90 year old person does didn't want to live to 91. Okay. So we are, we are, we're certainly living longer and that's the good news. But the bad news is, is that in, in we, and we look at planning back in the day, we looked at planning. There was kind of the three leg stool of, of, of financial planning. One was a pension and one was social security and one was your investments. Right. And what's happening that pensions have gone away. Uh, People are, are just have the, the, the you know the Social Security side and maybe uh, some some the savings, but you know the crazy thing about that, Matt, statistic wise, there's two million dollars that can come through our hands during our lifetime, right? Two million dollars, uh, and at age 65, the average the average person in America has ninety seven thousand dollars in assets for retirement, ninety seven thousand. Now, $97,000, if I had it stacked up here on this desk in $1 bills, would be pretty good, right? But if to, to create an income off of that, you know, you're looking at, you know, Wall Street Journal uh, said for your for your retirement plan, and, and I think in, in 2008, they did a study, Matt, and 47%, 47% of the people that they, that they interviewed said that they felt that they could pull out 10% out of their retirement plan uh, and be okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you there's no way on God's earth that can happen. 10% is not going to come out of your account and, and it lasts uh, to your lifetime, right? The second thing is, so finally, Wall Street Journal said, come back, says to make your plan bulletproof, to make it bulletproof, you, you should only pull out 2% and safety, uh, uh, to, that you could be safe at 3%, right? And so at the end of the day, you know, we have to, somebody's got $100,000 in retirement, we're looking at $3,000, $4,000 a year to, for that to provide. That's not going to pick a big gap out of the situation. So looking at Social Security and thinking about Social Security here, and that's what we're talking about. And we, you know, at the end of the day, we need it. We, we definitely need it uh, for sure. And so I think to a certain degree, they've, they've you know, last year they got 8% an 8.7 in 2022 cost of living raise, which is pretty, pretty high. In 2021, it was 5.9. In 2020, it was 1.6. And I get what they're trying to do uh, with the situation, but 
you know, you know, you can only pay so much out of out of one pot, and we've got to be able to do something in regards to that. So, you know, if you're interested in maximizing Social Security benefits and strengthening your retirement income and finding ways to create more retirement and get some guaranteed retirement, you know, we always you you, you can always receive a complimentary consultation when you call at nine zero. 904-940-9555 or visit our website of yourfamilybank.org. We can provide you with a social security maximization report and even help you establish your own separate from the government workplace personal pension program guaranteed to get income. And by the way, it's not all about your assets because everybody kind of knows what your assets are. It's what kind of income can those assets provide? And more importantly, what kind, what kind of guaranteed income can that provide for you in regards to that? So Matt, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, we're, we're going to jump over here and, and, and get five steps to master your cash flow to create a budget. Now I don't like budgets. I'll be honest with it. Right. Cause budgets are like a diet. <laughs> they yeah. tell you what you can't have. Right. And so if, my diet doesn't include, uh, you know, uh, Breyer's uh, vanilla ice cream uh, or Fruit Loops at night. That that diet just doesn't work for me, right? In regards to that. But let's talk about cash flow, and it's important for people to create cash flow and get more cash flow in retirement. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to know. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. I, I always think of you know a budget as being a four letter word that's got more than four letters in it to a lot of people, because it's just like, Oh, don't make me do this. It's, it's, it's not fun, you know? So there's, there's that aspect of it, but you gotta know if you want to be, you know, financially stable at the very least, yeah. you gotta know where the money's coming in from and where it's going. Right. So that's, that's your cash flow is, is the income and the outgo. <laughs> Yeah, if you got if you got more outgo than you got income, you got a problem, and and America's got a problem because right now that has happened all the way across America, and maybe not by choice, but here's what I can tell you: at the end of the day, people are a lot of times living off their credit cards and creating more and more debt, and that's you know again your family bank. That's what we're all about: showing people how to get out of debt. But let's let's look at step one. First of all, access to your financial landscape. You got to look at that. You got to gather all the uh, relevant financial information, including income, expenses, debts, and savings. You got you got to take note of irregular income uh, sources or any significant financial obligation you may have. I mean, so like certainly sometimes people get their uh, their their home tax uh, uh, bill once a year, right? They don't pay it uh, every month into escrow. Maybe their house is paid for. You know, they'll get their real estate tax bill and all of a sudden, boom, it's a it's a big bill. So you got to you got to kind of spread that over and take a look at that. You got to understand your current financial um, standing starts, you know, starts with creating uh, this household balance sheet that serves as a solid foundation for budgeting. Right. I mean, you've got to you got to kind of get a, a balance sheet and, and it could be a yellow pad. It, it, it could be a spreadsheet. It could be anything. But one of the things I do know, if you write it down, uh, it, it works so much better. A lot of times we put this stuff in our head and say, well, we added up in our head. No, write it down. I guarantee you, write it down and show it because it's going to make a huge difference when you start adding things up and when you write stuff down. And then step two 
you got to set a clear financial goals. What is the goal, right? What, you know, what money do I have and what, what do I want my money to do? And there's another question on that. Where do I want my money to go if, if, if I'm check if I'm leaving here, right? So reflect on your short-term and long-term aspirations, right? What do you want to achieve? I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at what, what we're trying to achieve. Do it. Is there, is there a trip? Is there a vacation? Is there something versus I have a client that, you know, she's a Your Family Bank uh, uh, client, and we paid off all her debt, and she's got her her money in her Your Family Bank uh, program. And, and so she called me. She says, I want to – I need $30,000 out of my program. I said, okay, what, what? and we was able to get it out tax-free, number one, which is great, right? And I said, what do you, what do you want to do? She said, I want to take all my kids and my grandkids on a Disney cruise. And it was $30,000. And I said, well, that's great. She said, I just want to build memories with our kids, right? So if you have some goals like that or trips like that, and, you know, I tell, I tell people, listen, let's take, let's take paychecks into playchecks, right? Let's, let's make those. We can have fun with those checks, right? And most people do this just in case retirement. They don't have financial goals. Is you know, they got this money and they're not spending it just in case, you know, something comes up or they want to leave it to their kids in regards to that. I've always, I, I tell all our clients, I said, man, don't leave any of your kids money. Leave them life insurance because it's so much better to give them life insurance. Number one, it's tax-free. Number two, what's better for you? You get to spend all your money. You don't have to worry about these kids because here's what happens, man. These people don't, they don't, we talk about goals, financial goals right here for a second. But we, we talk about these people and we say, well, you know, they're driving a 10-year-old car. They won't, you know, they they retire, you know, and when do you do most of your things before you retire? You know, Saturday, you play golf, you go to Home Depot, you do all these things on Saturday. Well, guess what? When you retire, every day Saturday, right? Every day Saturday now. So you got you to gotta think about that when you talk about your financial goals. But here's the thing. If, if, if we look at that and we think about the money that we have, and we say, well, you know, I've, I'm driving this old car. You know, I've, I didn't join the country club. I'm not doing the things because I, just in case I want to leave my kids money. Let me let me share something with you, ladies and gentlemen. Your kids do not care about you. OK, I'm telling you right now. They don't. I, I'll tell you why. You die tomorrow. They're going to join the country club. They're going to buy that new car and they're going to travel the world. Guess what? On your money. So my point to you is spend your money. Have uh, play checks today and use life insurance. And that's just my own personal opinion, life insurance. I told, I've, I've told my, uh, my, my, I told, well, I'll tell the story. I have $8 million in life insurance on me if I drop dead right now. Now, let me say this about that. I've told my wife, Donna, I say, Donna, listen, now when you're, when I'm down there in that casket and you're walking down that, you know, that aisle to look at me for the last time, don't be skipping and whistling because I just don't think she's going to be upset. I said, please look upset. You know, you know, when you're seeing me down in that casket, I've hired some professional criers to come in because I don't think anybody's going to be crying at my funeral. All right. But at the end of the day, I'm just telling you the financial goals. I, yes, you got to have financial goals, but there's a lot of planning that you need to do, ladies and gentlemen, that sometimes you don't think about. Right. You got to define your specific financial goals with measure, amount, and timelines, right? What do you want your money to do for you and what you want your money to do later? And how do you want to get those goals? Goals can include 
Number one, savings, emergency, paying off debt. We talk about that. It's a biggie. Or investing, you know, for our future. So number number two, and that's a lot for number two, but number two is set clear financial goals. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's funny because it, I sort of think about it like your um your GPS in your car, right? So you it's like step one is assessing your financial landscape. So that's like okay, I know where I am. Then step two is sort of okay. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm in the car, about ready to hit the road, and I'm putting the address in the GPS of where I want to go. So now I've got my goal in sight, and then you know you can you can make it then from point A to point B. But you got to have a plan to get to get from point A to point B. Um, it's not just having uh, you know keeping track of things and setting a goal. It's knowing how to get there. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to you got to know how to get there, and then you know, step three, we got to you know, we got to track our money. We got to put some categories to it uh, for the expenses that you're spending, right? You know, you got to keep track track of your expenses, uh, and and at least for a month, do it at least for a month, and and you'll be surprised. I'm telling you, you'll be surprised how much money you spend or you don't spend in certain areas, so, such as eating out or buying groceries or whatever the case may be, but you got to keep in what you pay for, you know, um, electricity and water. I mean, one of the big things, uh, I, I give you a, a situation on my son. My son has a home here in St. Augustine in St. John's County here. Um, you can't have, well, if you run a sprinkler system, you have to pull off the main water system. They don't have a secondary uh, 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 system that you can do that. Well, if you run your sprinklers to keep, you know, gets gets hot in Florida, your your water bill can be three hundred to four hundred dollars a month. That's crazy, right? I mean, we're talking about water, ladies and gentlemen, right? But you know what? If you don't keep up with that, you wouldn't even know that. And all of a sudden, you get this big bill and situation like that. So you got to know, you got to keep categories such as housing, transportation, groceries, and entertainment. Uh, again. We, we're, we're trying to make sure that we're tracking our money, knows where it goes. So identify patterns and areas where you can potentially make adjustments. Because maybe maybe you're spending way too much money on buying groceries. Maybe you could do, do something, maybe too much on eating out. And, and by the way, if you eat out today, you're spending money. I mean, I don't care if you go to McDonald's, uh, Chick-fil-A. It doesn't matter, especially if you, if you have children. Uh, it's crazy today. Uh, you know, what they're charging out there. So step four, allocate your income. Prioritize essential needs first, okay? Uh, what is, you, you got to have your basics done, housing, utilities, groceries, and debt payments, right? You got to allocate specific portion of your income towards your defined financial goals. I mean, such as that trip or whatever the case may be. One of the greatest things you can do is get out of debt. I want to tell you that right up front, Uh I don't care, you know, what people tell you. There's no good debt. It's all bad debt. And the and the sooner you can be debt free, the better off you will be. I promise you this. Uh, I can tell you, and I can show you that how you can create more retirement by getting out of debt versus investing. So set aside a designated amount of discretionary spending while maintaining a balance. Right. See, those are those those are step four to get there. But work, number five is work your plan. Uh, right. You got review and adjust regularly. You got to have a system. You got to have a system. OK. And I, I'm a big believer in systems. Your family bank is a system. Right. It shows people how to retire. 
uh, early even and, and, and with a great retirement and shows them how to get debt, how to pay off debt and save that interest that they're transferring. You know, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but if, if you go put, let's say, $1,000 in the bank and let's say they give you 3 or 4%, that bank then can turn around and, 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 and loan that money out seven times, seven times. In some cases, the bank itself is making an 80% return on your money, 80%. Where you're making three or four, they're making 70, 75, right? After after they pay you three or four. How would you like to be the bank? That's kind of what your family bank's about. So you, you got to work the plan uh, and have a system. You know, I tell people, you know, I, I do a lot of seminars. I do, do a lot of speaking to financial advisors. And I, I tell this story, and I'll tell you this real quick story real quick. But, you know, um, what is a, you know, every, every guy in the world's got a favorite belt. We all got favorite belts, right? We got a belt that we put on and it goes right to that hole, you know, that main hole that you go to. Well, me and my wife, Donna, was going to go to Orlando and spend a couple of days at, at the Omni Hotel there in Champion Great, which is, you know, below Disney World about, I don't know, five, three or four miles, right? My kids told me we want to go. It's a great hotel, you know, four or five star place. When you drive into the Omni Hotel, there's like, 15 lanes of cars that come in, hundreds and hundreds of people there going in and out, children. You know, it's kind of a, one of the nice places to go and then go to Disney from there and they have transportation. But I remember I remember that morning I got ready to get dressed. I put on my jeans. I put on my Tommy Bahama shirt because I'm a Tommy Bahama guy. And I went to put my belt on and it broke, right? Right where that, you know, that main hole is, it broke. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to uh, Orlando with Donna. And I know shopping is an itinerary if you're going with Donna, because we're going to be some, do some shopping. I'll just get me a new belt when I get there, right? So my wife doesn't fly. Um, so I have a Sprinter van that we used, and we travel around. When I drove a Sprinter van there, and we carry two Yetis. She has one. I have one. Now, when we pull up, when we pull up to, to unload the luggage, and my job is the donkey. I'm the guy that, you know, gets the luggage out, get, you know, gives it to the guy, you know, they take it to and give it to another guy. And then that guy takes it up to the rim and you got to tip the guy that opened your car door, tip the guy that takes the car, tip the guy that got the luggage out and tip the guy that takes it to your room. I mean, you took four or five guys for you and got to your room. Right. right. <laughs> but, at, but Matt, here's, here's the deal. At the end of the day. Uh, so Donna went up, her job is to go get the room, right? That she goes in and gets the room. So I look and she forgot her Yeti. So I take her Yeti. I've got my Yeti. I walk across the, 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 the driveways there over to a girl standing behind a podium, and I'm standing there looking at her with a Yeti in my hand, and, and, and Matt, there's hundreds of people walking back and forth. This place is huge, right? And all of a sudden, my pants, my jeans go down to my knees, and, oh, and no. I can't do anything about it because I got both hands full. I'm standing there. And the only reason they didn't go to my ankles, I spread my legs and, and stood there and, and and my butt sticking out the back, right? I got my tidy whities on and I got women and children and women are taking their kids and hiding their, hiding their self. And, you know, uh, get, you know, this old guy, pervert guys down there with his pants down at the hotel. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I was embarrassed. And finally I, I took, the one Yeti, I said, ma'am, could you hold this, please? And her eyes were about this big. And she said, yes. I was able to get my pants up and get my other, go in and, and go into the room. Now, why I tell you that embarrassing story to me? Here's why. What's a belt's job to do? A belt's job is this, is to hold everything together. 
because if it does, if it doesn't work, all things can fall apart. In my case, it surely did. Right. My, my, my point to you is this, your, your family bank and what our program is, it's a belt. It puts everything together and makes it work. So I want to, I want to share that. I know that's, I know that's a crazy story, but it's a true story. It happened. And to me, it was very embarrassing, but it makes a point. You gotta have a belt to make things happen. So Matt, we're going to talk about why your retirement nest egg might be 15 to 37% smaller than what you think it is. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's good. As long as my pants stay up, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good. We're talking about whatever. I know, buddy. Hey, listen, that was, a, that was a rude awakening for me. I, I, you just can't believe how many, there's hundreds of people at this place walking in and out. It was, it was a terrible experience, but it makes a point. You gotta, you gotta have a belt to hold everything together. I tell people now, I, not only do I wear a belt, I also wear braces, suspenders. So I have insurance in case it ever happens again. Yes. Always have to have a good insurance policy. There you go. Right. There you go. So too often we meet with people and we learn, you know, that almost all the retirement savings really are in tax deferred accounts, such as 401k, 403bs, 457s, or IRAs. Um, so, you know, these accounts will let you defer paying taxes or contributions until they are withdrawn, right? Because the government would rather, you know, tax you on the harvest versus the bag of seeds. And we, we, we talk about this, you know, would you rather be taxed on, on the seed or the harvest? Well, we'd be really taxed on the seed instead of the harvest, right? So, you know, don't forget, you know, to account for taxes, you haven't paid Uncle Sam because that's your biggest partner. You know, you know, I, Matt, I, I ask people sometimes, would you like to go in business with me? And I said, here's, here's the deal. You put up all the money. You manage the business on a day-to-day -day basis. You take all the risk. In 20, 25 years now, I'll come in and tell you how much you, that, that, that you owe me for our business uh, partnership. Uh, I, I don't think you'd want to go in business, with me, would you? Would you? I don't that think does, so. It does not sound like much of a good deal to me. <laughs> no, it don't. But at the end of the day, that's what we do. That's what we do with the government. You know, the government, the government, you know, you, you put up all the money, you take all the risks, you manage on a day-to-day uh, -day basis, and they come back and tell you and take all the profit, if you will. So you have to understand you do have a partner. When you're looking at a million dollars sitting in, in or, or more sitting in, in your retirement account, uh, that's not all your money, okay? Uh, depending on depending on your income, it can be taxed up to 15 to 37%. And will it go higher in the future, well, remember, 2025, you can probably put your put your pen to it. Taxes are going up, and you're going to be in the lowest tax bracket that you've ever been in a long time right now. So, why? So, what can we do about that? Well, we encourage our listeners to maybe just schedule an appointment with us and and provide them with a free Roth conversion plan to show them how to pay you know, tax at a lower rate versus a higher rate in the future. The plan will outline how you can convert your money that's currently in a tax deferred bucket and place it in a tax free bucket. There's three types of taxes, Matt. There's taxable, tax deferred, and tax free. Which one do we really want? <laughs> I would say the tax free. Now that that's tax free every day, buddy. Don't, you, don't don't we do? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, with the if, if, you know with our money, you know, uh, in a Roth IRA, the funds will be uh, you know allowed to grow tax free, and distributions then 
will be tax-free as well. So, you know, the Roth insurance is one of the only two tax-free investment options for Americans. The other is life insurance. And again, I was I, I was speaking with um, Ed Slott, the premier IRA expert, and boy, that's all he kept saying is that get into a Roth or get into life insurance. Get into a Roth and get into a, I mean, this guy's a CPA, doesn't practice anymore, but at the end of the day, I'm telling you, it makes sense. In addition, your Roth funds won't be subject to required minimum distributions. What is that? That is what the government says you have to take out when the government forces you to start taking withdrawals from your account so that they can get the taxes they'd owe because at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to do, right? So a Roth IRA also protects your money from future tax increases. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can't get any better than that. Future changes to the income tax brackets. And we know that if I ask you, do you think taxes are going to the same uh, do you think they're going to go down? Do you think they're going to go up? Everybody says and says this, they're absolutely going up in regards to that. So if we look at this, if you're interested in maximizing your retirement savings and learning what a Roth could do for you and get in touch with us, yourfamilybank.org or our phone number here at 904-718-1001. Schedule uh, today so we can get to work on building a winning retirement plan for you and your family. All meetings are, are complimentary and confidential, and you only work if it's with us if it's best, best for you. Here's what I tell people. Here's our high-pressure sales pick. Would you like our help or not? You know, would you like our help or not? Listen, I, I would tell I know I don't look smart, but I am. <laughs> I'm telling you. I've, we've been doing this for 37 years. I promise you, I guarantee you, we can help every person that we talk to, right? That kind of brings us here at the last couple of minutes here. You know, uh, some of the things that we help you do is that we're going to sit down and and show you exactly what we can do for you. Maybe maybe it's get you out of debt. Maybe it's get you better retirement. Maybe guarantee 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 you some income. Maybe turn your paychecks into playchecks. Right. Remember, you know, when you retire, every day is Saturday, so you got to plan for that as we go through. We can help you in in each way of that. There's so many things that that I think we can help you with. Uh, we didn't touch on even, you know, wills and trusts and things like that, that we help people with and re refer those out to our attorneys and make sure everything passes the way it's supposed to pass. Well, I can't tell you how many people have their legal situation in, in, in areas that they think they know what they have, but in reality they don't. We find that to happen all the time. So we can help you there with our attorneys and our tax people for sure. So, you know, we have a team of experts. Uh, you know, I told you a few minutes ago, I don't look smart, but I am. But we've got we've got buttons we can push. And there's not anything in the financial arena that we can't help you with. So, Matt, um, thank you, buddy, for today. I appreciate your help and your 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 insight and uh, information. Thank you so much. And I think I think today we've we've got a we've got a good show. What do you think? Yeah, definitely so. I thank you, Larry, for all of your um, insights and info, embarrassing stories and all yeah. the rest. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. Uh, no, it's, it's been great. I look forward to doing it again next time, sir. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you, all. God bless you. Hope to see you next time. Give us a call, 904-940-9555 or yourfamilybank.org. A wonderful day. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. 
To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org.